What up, bras and bronettes? What? You are so weird. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm very brociferous today. It's Table Talk with Rookie's Family. The family podcast is on, and wherever you're listening currently, we really appreciate it. We hope you tell some others so we can expand our vast listening audience. And uh, we also invite you to listen to the sister podcast, uh, Garage Logic, which uh, we are part of the family of that. Um, everybody's here. Uh, Matthew is via the telephone. He's out east. Other than that, the entire family is here. We are recording on February 16th, Sunday morning, and uh, we are happy that you found us, and hopefully you'll integrate your social media with ours, and if you have questions or comments, we love your feedback, and um, yeah, we would love to have a potential uh, sponsor as well, so if you're interested in sponsoring the Family Podcast, we're, uh, I think at this point, where we're entertaining uh, clients, and we'd love to chat with you. Um, so, uh, get a hold of us at where, how do you get a hold of us guys? Table talk, uh, email the podcast family at gmail.com. The podcast family at gmail.com. And that's if you have any, uh, offerings of, uh, compliments, questions, comments, feedback, concerns, uh, wow. we can review. That's a lot. That is a lot. Well, this is a lot to do right we now. We weren't here last week. We did a best of. We had a snowstorm, and I was once again sick. You were really out. Imagine yeah. that. I know. Wow. I'm having a tough winter. Mom was uh, not only, but you were really out for the, You had a fever. You had. Yeah. And you still had to do everything. She has to start no, taking those immunity shots. They sell them at Target, everyone. They're orange. I highly recommend What is they it? Vitamin C? Disgusting. Uh, no, it's not vitamin C. It's basically like ginger. It's like raw stuff that's just hmm. compact into one. Why aren't you grinding up some uh, ginger root for her and having her I do. take a spoonful? For myself, though. That's on other people to be healthy for themselves. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Hmm. She took care of you when you were sick, but wow. you're going to have her be well, on her own. People probably don't. She probably wouldn't like that. Huh. Hmm. I think she's a, she's Native American. She's open to all sorts of holistic and uh Wonderful ways to uh, I, repair I, yourself. Very firm believer in holistic things. I am too. See? I am too. not very firm. Well, you I think it's hard your... not to. How do you? I mean, if something's it's natural. Fake. It's fake. No, it's not. You can like... literally heal your body by doing listening to plants and stuff. No. Hey. Yes. <laughs> no, okay. you can't. I don't know about what that I, one. What I mean by listening to plants, I'm I listening mean, to the plants. Yeah, there's yeah. some in the other room. Let's oh, yeah. see what happens. This is too much right now. A I plant mean, told me Holy crap, to let me talk, please. <laughs> Thank you. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying you can cure yourself by eating plants or drinking them. By listening. You can't But I don't think that that's true. Like, I'm not going to eat ginger never... and then it would be like, oh my gosh. Because you, you will think never get cancer. You I'm think McDonald's man. is going to, like, cure you because it makes you happy. No. Hey, I don't think McDonald's is going to cure me. I think McDonald's is going to make me happy because I'm eating something I like. Although, like, medicine is made from, all medicine is is just, like, different. Plants. Like, a a plant could have the same stuff a regular, like, medicine does. Yeah, thank you. Yes, yes, but I don't think me eating a leaf is going to be, like, curing of a disease that's rotting in my body. When people are taking such things like vitamin pills, it's like, go to the natural source where you're getting all of that vitamin from that, I don't know, piece of I'll say though, celery or something. I like the vitamins. I've been taking vitamins since the last time I got sick. I have not been sick ever since. 
Yeah, but you can take that naturally, and it's not uh, not natural for your body. Then. I would like to say I sage my room, and it's the only room I sage in the house, and it's the only room where nothing scary has happened. You my just doors, yourself. No, my doors don't open. I don't have weird sounds. Nobody, like, there's no footprints or anything, like, uh, who had people walking? I mean, people walking. Oh, upstairs is a sketchy area, and that's all I've got to say. Gabe did a Ouija board this year. I did, and the person I didn't that even was do it. doing the Ouija board. It said that he was going to be bothered during no. the night. <laughs> my friends, no, here's my friends were joking, and I they told me that they were joking and that it was fake, but I said that it could like there's chances that it's not, and then you put some spirit thing on me and i'm not about to have that happen it's fake no it's not fake matthew he was so disturbed i did email he, my priest he contacted father oh. nick at nativity i did and confessed to Don't him that he had been involved in a ouija board i didn't even do the ouija was board. very concerned for himself yeah gabe literally Those had him real and father did a really nice job. He sent him back a very long text, yeah. and it was very helpful. Yeah, Gabe literally had himself like being pulled into hell because by the devil. I, no, I, <laughs> I have made a pact with myself that I will never, ever do a Ouija board or be affiliated with one. And my all my friends know this because I don't mess with any spirits or anything like that. Karma. You're saying so, karma. Yeah, they were like joking. I'm like, like, oh, they're gonna get you. And then I'm like, I don't care if it's real or if it's fake. I'm not gonna mess with the chance that it's real. Well, if there really is a god, I want him to appear in front of me right now. And then you start thinking about going. No, I don't. I don't want you to. Yeah, I, I have done that before. Also, I believe. Don't Yeah, and then I'm like, no, no, don't, don't do that. I don't need that. Grandpa Pizza confessed to that too. My dad. Uh, when he was a kid in Winona, and he was sleep, going to sleep, and then he would start thinking about like saying his prayers, and then done that. You know, if there is a God, why don't you just appear right now, right here at my bedside? And then he thought about it a couple minutes, and he pulled the sheets over and said, "I believe you. No, no, don't, don't come here. I believe you." Do we need to call Father Zhangdao? No, no. Okay. Dad, Dad okay. just wants an excuse Sorry. to call him. <laughs> Matthew, you don't think they're real? No, not a shot, no. Ghosts are real. Yes, Father Jingdao will probably tell you that ghosts are real. No, I've gone over this so many times, with, I think, with everybody. The fact that a ghost, all they do is throw, like, a shampoo bottle or open a door or, like, shift a chair. Why? For what reason are they shifting the chair? It's fun. Just ghosts are not real. You, you no can't way. tell me it wouldn't be fun to be like if everyone's living and you like move a chair that nobody like. Yeah, I would be laughing. I was just gonna say I would like to be a ghost. I would. You love. would be so annoying. I every day. <laughs> going to be like day. trying. We're going to be trying to hide and she'd be like. <laughs> like, uh, like sneezing and everyone's like Louis Vuitton to be like in a pile in a corner in the attic. <laughs> Um, I believe, I don't believe in ghosts per se, you know, knocking stuff around, but I believe that there are spirits. Ghosts and spirits, I feel are the same thing. No. I don't think spirits are out to get you. But a ghost isn't either. I think it's hard for them to generate enough energy to actually do stuff. So that's why it's little movements. You mean like in the movie Ghost when they can move the penny? Yeah, we're not relating everything to ghosts all the time. Well, a ghost... What do you think over there, Hotshot? Yeah, I'm a firm believer. You think no. there's there's mischief? Uh, spirits can do mischief. Yes. 
I've experienced yeah. it many times. <clears throat> At your house on County Road C, the cedar closet. Yeah. That was weird. Or was that just coincidence? No. No. Yeah. No. McLaren yeah, is sneezing. God bless you. Do you know why they said God bless you? Because after a sneeze, people thought <laughs> evil spirits would overtake your body. So that's why they said God. That was the origination of God bless you. I thought it you. was because you your heart breathe. stopped while you were sneezing. That's it not is. true. Well, I, yeah, but I thought that people thought that. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Well, I'm looking up God bless you right now just to see what it says. Gazoom tight. Hmm. God bless you is a common English expression generally used to wish a person's blessing in various situations, especially as a response to a sneeze and also when parting or writing uh, valediction. Okay. The phrase has been used in the Hebrew Bible by Jews and by Christians since the time of the early church as a benediction, as well as a means of bidding a person God's peace. This is saying like God bless bless you. you. Nobody That's wants not to listen God to this. bless you for a sneeze, Matt. And during no one the cares plague, how fast you can read. During the plague of 590 AD, Pope Gregory I ordered unceasing prayer for divine intercession. Part of his command was that anyone sneezing be blessed immediately, since sneezing was often the first sign that someone was falling ill with the plague. Huh. So there's multiple... The, what reasons? No, there's one, and he's just said it. So oh, now the practice of blessing someone who sneezes dates uh, as far back as AD 77, although it is far older than most specific explanations can account for. Some have offered an explanation suggesting that people once held the folk belief that a person's soul could be thrown out of their body when they sneezed. That oh. sneezing otherwise opened the body to invasion by the devil or evil spirits, or that sneezing was the body's effort to force out an invading evil presence. Thank you, dictionary. Okay, so yeah. let me just say, if that were true, I would be full of the devil. Yeah, you oh. yeah. she's had a lot of spirits zipping through there. When I sneeze, I sneeze a lot. You sneeze a seven times is your average. And you're out of the house. You're gone. <laughs> and Finley loves when you sneeze. Goodbye. He yeah. tracks you down right away. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm going to start out now. Can we get to, are we, do we settle this? Yep, let's go. Yeah, we went on a tangent. We need to get moving on. Okay. I like uh, the tangent. I did not like that tangent. I think it was just very natural. 11 minutes of nonsense. All right, something in deep Story space, of my life. speaking of spirits and things okay. that are un, uh, unknown. Tell us. Something Papa. in deep space is sending signals to Earth in a steady 16-day cycle. Scientists have uh, discovered the first fast radio burst that beats at a steady rhythm, and the mysterious repeating signal is coming from the outskirts of another galaxy. So it's located 500 million light years from Earth. I hate space. What, Matthew? I saw this, too. Uh, I didn't look too deeply into it. but So essentially, I know that we, as like humans, blast out like some radio signals and whatnot to try and get some sort of responses. So this is just some sort of, it's registering as a radio signal every 16 days? Correct. And it was first um, spotted in 2007, uh, but they're produced by energetic sources, but nobody is sure what it is, how it happens. The pulses from these repeat bursts have so far seemed somewhat random and uh, in their timing, but that all changed last year when the Canadian Hydrogen Intensity Mapping Experiment Fast Radio Burst Project, 
That's a mouthful. A group dedicated to observing and studying FRBs discovered that a repeater called FRB whatever had a regular cadence. They don't know what is blasting the signals, but it's for certain on a 16-day cycle, and it is coming in loud and clear. To be honest. Does that scare you or no? Yes. I don't think that we should attempt to have contact with any other thing. (laughs) Are they trying to contact us? No, we've been fine for a good amount of time. They've been fine for a good amount of time. We don't need to intervene with each other. Don't we just freak everyone out? Yeah. But right now, there is a project uh, with a privately funded firm and and a New Mexico observatory. Astronomers are sweeping the entire sky for signs of extraterrestrial life. So they have 28 giant radio telescopes, and they're looking for aliens. See, that's hard for me to believe, the alien thing. I did just see China built a big telescope thing just for the purpose of finding aliens. They spent like an absurd amount of money on it. China is so weird. The fact that someone would believe in ghosts but think (laughs) that there aren't aliens is the most backward thing ever. Well, I don't have any proof of aliens. What the hell do you have proof of ghosts? No way. Why well, personal aliens, proof of ghosts? Given. No, duh. There's other life. We'll forms. have that's this topic obvious. on another day on the ghost. McLaren, that <laughs> McLaren. But don't you think it's pretty arrogant of us as beings to think that we are the only people in the entire oh my god universe? Totally. I'm about to throw up. I just don't care. And whatever types of being, they might not be human-like. They might just be some exactly. morph or, or uh, some type of... Um, some, on what? the flip side, Matthew, you Ooh, believe in that, you? but you don't no. believe in ghosts? Yes. No. No what? Ghosts I, aren't a life form. But you believe that there's aliens? I believe that there's other cells out there that have come together in the same way that we have. You guys are a bunch of freaks. There has to be. You guys, space is so beyond... Huge that we can't comprehend. One theory is that these other celestial beings or whatever they are know that we're here and just have decided to let us live our life and not try to study us or capture us or that sounds like a type of religion or something. Some people have been probed. Hey now, what does that mean? Don't ask. Sexual innuendo. No. Some people claim that they get kidnapped by. Aliens into the spaceship, shipped. Yeah, careful. <laughs> Ship and get and, checked out, and get so to speak. Probed. What? All I've got to say. And you can volunteer for. They usually come about one every twenty years. You can volunteer to be probed. I think we found aliens <laughs> before. You I'm kidding, Sophia. Yeah. Sophia, I'm kidding. I think the government just hides it. Well, there no. is that theory. Yes. But they just took I know for a fact that there's something there's a major things the government has hidden from us that we should know but we don't know. Okay, but the latest like news the beast. for they're now allowing Air Force guys, Navy guys um to actually speak about UFOs that they have yes. seen. There has been that's multiple just, that's recently. occasions of Air Force people saying that they've lost total control and there's been other things that they have no idea what they are and it's right. not on their radars or anything. But they were told to be quiet and now they're they're allowed to, to talk about what they saw. And why would the Air Force be lying and the Navy be lying? Well, your government's always 
Yeah. It's well, I guess that's motivation to become president. Find out all those things. I have thought about that, but the president's just not worth Some that. Some pretty cool motivation. Yeah. But if you're a billionaire, you have more power than the government. This is true. All right. Well, that was my uh, that was my little tidbit of information. Are there uh, are we worried about the signals coming back? And does that mean that somebody's coming closer, or do we just write it off to we got some funny sounds out there and we're picking up some signals? We got funny sounds. We're here. We're all that matters. Maybe it's ghosts. It could be. <laughs> Spaced ghost. Gabe, right. what are you bringing to the table Gabe, today? What do you got? Space pants. What? Space pants? No, I was kidding. You never seen that from SNL? Space pants? No. no. What, these are my yeah. space pants. <laughs> and he's doing the robot that was here. Funny. <laughs> nice okay. Game. Well, mine also has to deal with finding something. A Swedish woman was visiting an art exhibit. And she made an unexpected discovery of her mixtape. She lost her mixtape 20 years, 20 years earlier in a trip to Spain in the ocean. And she never saw it until she went to a museum about uh, plastic in the ocean. <laughs> no yep. way. And she found her mixtape. And it says here that she was visiting the Fotografiska Gallery in Stockholm. More than 20 years later, when she spotted a water-damaged tape and a track list, and then she realized that it was hers, and she talked to the museum, and the museum said that it washed up in 2017 at the beach of Playa de Berlovinto de Yandia and Fruta Ventura. Oh, yeah. I love that place. N- nice, easy name. Yeah. And it, it was indeed her exact mixtape that she lost when she was 12 years old. Music on demand. Um, and or does, so she says. Does she get it back, <laughs> yeah. or is she going to just let it Why go? don't I think she needs it back? She said that she has yeah. a CD with the same mixtape, but she would make a tape of, like, a t- actual tape version so she could play it in her Walkman, and mm. she lost it on a trip to Spain. Walkman. Love That's that really for her. Cool. Yeah, that would be pretty shocking to see it as an art piece. Do you know what a Walkman <laughs> is, Gabe? Yeah, I do actually. Because oh. the kid last year would use it. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Come oh. on. <laughs> that poor kid. Guys, he's probably special. That's cool. No, don't. You can't say that. Sophia. Yeah. What? No. You, you can't say Everyone's that. Everyone's special. That's right, Sophia. Thank you. Yeah. Well, he's very retro. Right. Yeah. Probably or, found or, it at a, a garage sale or a flea market. Or his parents probably wouldn't allow him to have something to listen to, like that's from our generation. Which is bad parenting. What? What are you guys talking about? Okay, yeah, now let's move on. Cause... <laughs> I'm sure the kid thought it was cool. If I were a kid of today's generation and got that, I would think yes. that was really cool. Yes. I'd be like, what the I hell about it, I would point my idea? finger and laugh at you. <laughs> They're probably more expensive than an iPod at this point. Yeah, probably. Right. <laughs> well, that's a neat tidbit yeah. of information, Gabe. Thank you. Yeah. But, man, those things were not efficient. Uh, they were not. And then remember when the dual cassette and you had to make your own. You guys haven't haven't been tasked with. Oh, ma- here we go. No, no, yeah. no, no. You're right. You, you were, I don't have to. You guys were in on the CD thing, but that was pretty easy yeah. to burn a CD. But doing it on cassette was a major pain in the rear end. That's cool. And I'm not grouchy on my or how days. How about when you, you wanted your favorite song? So you would call the radio station. Yep. L- literally call. 
and request your song that you wanted to hear. And then you would wait and wait and wait until they finally said, okay, here's, you know, the kinks or Mm -hmm. something. And they'd play it and you would have to quickly hit record on your tape recorder so that you could get the song that have the song. Yeah. It's not just go to Spotify and download. Boom. It's well, insane to me that people still call the radio stations and request songs. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Put like, it on your damn phone. Exactly. You don't have Spotify? Well, maybe the car doesn't have an aux cord. You ever think about what that? Where is your oh, car God. from? That well, let me really tell you sad. about the car we came here in. <laughs> 04 Pilot is rocking. Yeah, that one does not have an aux cord. What Nowadays, anything you can make have an aux cord. Well, this All one right. doesn't, so. All right. I, my pilot had a cassette thing, tape cassette thing, and I had a tape box cord cassette. Yes, but it doesn't have it in there right now, so. Well, I'm saying you could if you wanted to. Yeah, and whoever made right. that mouth right, noise right there Matt, is done. Yeah, right, I, moving the on. mouth noises today are inexcusable. Right. A few things. Yep. A few things here. First of all, uh, this is a couple weeks ago, but did you guys see this golden retriever? Uh who set the Guinness World Record by fitting six tennis balls in his mouth. No. no. How in the uh, hell? Look him up. His name is Finley. Oh, yay. Oh, Finley. So it's a fellow Finley, uh, and it's a golden retriever. He can hold six tennis balls in his mouth all at the same time, and he does so without anybody else's help. Oh. <laughs> so he can pick up and hold all six without anyone else helping him. Cute and he dog. loves to do it. Like, no matter what, they'll just give him tennis balls, and he tries to see how many he can pick up. <laughs> Love uh, that. Guinness World Records has not recognized it as the official world record yet. I wonder really? why. Because they're trying to do a video submission, and there's a bunch of, like, hoops you have to jump through as far as it has to be, like, you have to have multiple videos of it. It has to be have like multiple eyewitnesses from different times and whatnot so they haven't verified it but uh i did see some videos of the dog and he is hilarious yeah so if you just pulled it up right now he's a cute dog and i can see with all six of those tennis balls his mouth is overflowing yes uh he's he's very funny and they they talked in a couple articles about him uh he does all of the classic things where he'll run up to someone, drop a ball, back up, and try to get you to catch. Uh, I love that. Or he'll lay on his back and hold a ball with two paws above him and drop it onto his face and try and catch it. Uh, and then they said when he was young, he started trying to pick up two balls at the same time. Uh, and then <laughs> they would realize he'd be out in the backyard. He'd get all his toys out and try and pick up four balls. And then finally he graduated to the point that he could fit six tennis balls, and they realized that. That was the world record because the previous record. world record was five set in 2002. <laughs> oh. I really want to, like, grab the pouches. Oh, with the uh, yeah. His cheeks? Yeah, like his cheeks oh, just like. Uh, Matthew, hmm. Finley is ha- has a little personal world record going right now. What? He has four canines. Yeah. I, er, on the bottom, I should say. He's a shark. He hasn't oh, lost yeah, his baby teeth, teeth, but his new yeah. canines have come in. Whoa, it's the cutest teeth? thing ever. Yeah, dogs oh, lose yeah. teeth. Oh, yeah, he'll lose all his teeth. But I haven't checked the top. It could be the same thing on the top. Yeah, he's literally a shark. Where do they go? They just fall out on the ground. Or they swallow them. They're not them. deep-rooted. Yeah. But they, you never find them. You do. 
I don't know that we'll find Finleys because they are so, so small. small. And we're not going to make a necklace out don't of it. Don't you but... remember when Max would lose his teeth? Oh. Oh. <laughs> no. He was pretty little. I guess. Yeah. He's the only anyway, one that I remember. It's really it's really funny to look in Finley's mouth right now and see that. And he's just going to town on those two things. That's, and did that's you watch reason. any of the Westminster dog show? I saw a couple that, clips. That poodle that won? Mm-hmm. He was really so cute. The Havanese, yeah. though. Oh, I love Havanese. I, 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 I did hear there was some drama on... Some of these dogs being trained, and there's all the, like, are they being forced to do this? Like, why are these dogs walking on two feet and stuff like that? Oh. Uh, the Onion had a great piece. I don't know if you saw it. It had two schnauzers that were sitting on top of a um, a battered police car that was on fire saying that uh, dogs are protesting the the results of the Westminster Dog Show, and they're <laughs> rioting. It was a very funny piece. Yeah, it was really funny. <clears throat> very funny. Anyway, yeah, sorry. I digress. Yeah. All right. Finley, the new world record holder. <laughs> yes. Yes. How was the uh, – I didn't ask about this. How was the Blue Man Group a couple weeks ago? So fun. Blue Man Group was superb, I thought. Gabe, your yes. thoughts on the Blue Man Group? I love the Blue Man Group. I would go there every single time they're in St. Paul. I would I would watch the show multiple times. If I go to Vegas, it would be a show I would go see. Um, they do audience participation. They do have fun, you know, with the – uh, drums and knocking on uh, piping and things like that. But they also, their expressions with each other are so perfect because they grab audience members and they sit them up on the stage and they don't say anything, but they give them a, tel- a telephone. And then the lady calls the guy on the end and it's just, it's it's hilarious and it's a quick moving show, no intermission, you get out early and uh, I absolutely, I thought it was a lot of fun. And what a great scam they have. You can have six different Blue Man group oh, yeah. you know, in Washington, in Florida, in Vegas, and you're just making Boston, bank. Boston has a Blue Man group show that just runs, I think, year-round. Wow. Uh, uh, so, uh, Haley, I've, Blue Man group is one of those things. They were like Blue Man group and Harlem Globetrotters were like the big things I've always wanted to see. <laughs> uh, Haley got me tickets to Blue Man group a few years ago. So we went and – we all had to wear like plastic covering ourselves. Oh yeah, because yeah. they are splashing and spraying crap all over. No, uh, but I hate I would that. highly recommend seeing the Blue Man Group if you get the opportunity. I would like to go they see. That. I would like to see it. They had the first couple rows wear that, but we were uh, like yeah. a little bit farther back. I would hate that. We were outside the circle of friendship, but we were approached um, by one of the staff members when we sat down. They gave us uh, M and M's. And Altoids, they still have them. Altoids, and they're saying that yeah. when, the, when they come out into the crowd, show them that you have these because you might be part of the show. So I had Gabe convinced that I had talked to the people prior to. And <laughs> no, he didn't. Was Gabe and we're going to come over and get him. No, he didn't. I told him that he didn't. And then all of a sudden, the lady comes up and she goes, so we're looking for audience participation and we're going to give you guys these. So when the blue men come out, they're going to grab them from you. <laughs> I had you going pretty good, I think. Yeah, Gabe thought he was going to be up on stage. No, because I, I told Dad I'm going to be mad because I was sick I, and I didn't want to go on the stage. I don't like to be in front of a bunch of people. And what did I do when the, the guys came out to drive you nuts? 
whistle. Oh, he would yeah. whistle and yeah. scream and point, point at me. Point <laughs> not for me. I was pointing to Gabe, and uh, they, they we did, we were not picked, but uh, we were not disappointed. I either. wish Thank so badly God. you were picked. No, it would really I be the best thing ever. Him. I would have murdered him. <laughs> the uh, thing, too, with them is they're incredibly talented drummers. Yeah, they are. It's yes, they are. crazy how good they are. The water or the paint drumming, like, were they at the very end? Where they yeah. have the drums and then they have the lights in the water is the coolest mm-hmm. thing I think I've ever seen. That's yeah. neat. And then they drop like uh, pig's blood from the top of the stage. Ew, yes. yeah. Why got to make it weird? Oh, it make me gag. Yeah. All right. Blue Man that Group was fantastic. Weird. I know. I liked him. Yeah. Um, last thing for me, a uh, little update for you guys. So uh, I gave you somewhat of an update. I was going to tell this story last week, but. Um, I've been having some trouble waking up in the morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I sleep very deep, and I, I don't hear my alarm often. So I, on my phone, I use my phone for my alarm. I have to usually set, on, on an average morning, I probably will set 15 alarms. Oh, my Oh, gosh. What? <laughs> Come on. Because it's not my fault. I turn the alarm off without knowing. So I don't wake up when I turn the alarm. For some reason, I'm able to stay asleep, and I'll hit the button on my phone that will either snooze the alarm or turn it off, but I never wake up to process it. Uh, but lately, it's gotten a little bit worse, and on on iPhones that have the emergency SOS system, where if you continually press the sleep button on the side of your phone, so if you keep pressing it, it will say emergency SOS, and if you continue to press it for three seconds, it will call 911. Uh, And so a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, uh, it was Monday morning. I'm asleep. My alarm goes off. I don't process it, but I start, uh, I hear this like piercing noise, like an alarm, like a big alarm going off, not my normal alarm. And that woke me up. And I realized (laughs) I had been pressing the side of my phone and the emergency SOS alarm was now going off and they were about to call the police. Uh, I quickly realized it. I hit cancel. I was fine, but I was like that close to calling 911. The next day, however, I did it again. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Matthew. (laughs) I was asleep and I kept pressing the side button over and over again. And this time I did not cancel it in time. Uh, And so the alarm woke me up. The emergency alarm woke me up. And just in time for me to realize that the phone had been dialed uh, and I had called 911. And so I, I, I hung up quick because I figured it had barely rung. I was like, maybe it didn't register something, which dumb, of course it registered. Yeah. Uh, and about two seconds later, I get a call back <laughs> on my phone. This is the Boston Police Department. Receive your call from your phone. Pee uh, your pants. Do you have an emergency? I was like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> Sorry, he's like, no problem. Um, so I had to, uh, yeah, so I've, I've called 911 twice and they had my alarm recently. Maybe you need to get uh old-fashioned alarm clock. Yeah, but if he just hit snooze, he's still not going to wake up. He would need like seven alarm clocks. This is so much, though. I feel like I won't want to deal with this in the morning that I would just want to wake up normally so you don't have to talk to the police. <laughs> this is not. Sophia, what are you choose. talking about? Maybe He's not trying Are you to do getting it. enough sleep? Yeah, I get plenty of sleep. You guys, it just doesn't matter how long I 
sleep or just I can't wake up. Matthews, well. but you've always had this problem. This yes. isn't a new problem no. where he hasn't waken up mm-hmm. to his own alarm. I mean, this no. has been since you were little. Yeah. yeah, it was he's not waking up and his alarm would go off for hours. Not or actually. I'll but. wake up and in the process of trying to turn off my alarms, I will have taken 20 screenshots of my phone. <laughs> Yeah, I... if you if you press the sleep button and the top volume button my together, God, man. it takes a screenshot. I know. I'll pick up with twenty pictures. My camera roll is full of random screenshots because too. whenever I try and turn off my phone, I press the power button or I press the uh, the volume button, and it's just a screenshot of like my Snapchat or uh-huh. my Instagram. Yeah, it'll but be I like my home screen like could, seven times. I did learn that I could disable the emergency SOS. So oh, you can. I did. I did do that, so the police will no longer be bothered. Um, but my I'm happy for you. Ability of waking up, but however, you'll uh, have a callus. What you'll have a callus on your finger from hitting the snooze yeah. button. <laughs> I'm thinking either I need to get I need either need to get an alarm clock and put it uh, so that I have to get out of bed, or right. put my phone across the room. Right. So that, <laughs> Oh, I, I that's what I think you I, need to do. I've tried doing like when I would I'd take a nap at like ten and then I'd wake up at eleven and I've tried putting my phone across the room. It's you still do the same thing. You need like the, it's still like the unconscious go and turn off the alarm. Like I didn't know I turned it off. You need the alarm clock on wheels that just starts moving around and then you have, you to, have to like just walk after it and find it because you'd be up after that. It would go under my bed, and then I have to be climbing under my exactly. Bed. But then you'd be woken up. You wouldn't go back to sleep. Yeah, but then I'm just, just angry. angry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I can God. tell you that getting up at three sixteen every Monday through Thursday is. Um, I usually wake up a couple minutes early because I don't want the alarm to go off, so it wakes up. I feel up that mom. I'm the same way. Well, I don't want to hear my. I'm already woke up. I know. Yeah, I hate the alarm noise. That's I just love how I waking up though. That's something I look well, forward to. That's weird. Yeah, that's messed up. I get ex- so excited. Wow. Nope. Well, good luck. And yeah, Ma- Matthew, you should probably get that thing where you, uh, you know, if you fall asleep when you're in the car and it, it starts to beep in your ear, that'll probably yeah. wake you right up. However, you can rig that up to sleeping and, and waking up. Because you, you need to wake up, Ra. It's tough to wake me up. All right, then. Let's move on. Who's next? Yeah, no more dead space. I have some uh, grammar rules that could be changing in the next decade. Uh Uh Oh, I don't know if I like this. For example, the use of the period is changing, which I I think this is kind of interesting because I feel like people don't use periods as much. But they're saying that people are using them more. Really? I'm so confused. Like, for example, best pizza ever. But it would be best period, pizza period, ever but period. But that's for emphasis. <clears throat> right. But we never used to do that, and now people are doing that. What, what kind of pizza? Bad. Oh, Funny. Uh, pizza. Apostrophes are going away. People are not using apostrophes. No, no one cares. I hate that. It throws off the whole aesthetically pleasing thing. I don't want a little line in between my words. Yeah. Yes, it's, but like it's it, mine. It is. It is contractions right. and no, two possession. different things. It's ugly. I'm I'm a big fan of. I don't like contractions. I like people to use the words. Fully. You do. Me too, Matt. Yeah. Well, in formal writing, you are not supposed to use contractions. You're supposed to spell out the contractions. Yes. I don't like when okay. people use like the text shortcuts, like. Like, 
LMK or like HMU. Hate those. Like type out. That's type sheer out the laziness. Word. The only one I like is OMG. But other than that, or like you're, they're like you are. And I I'm use like, no. I use I know as I K, and that's the only one I do. Hmm. What about if you're going to tell someone, hey, will you grab that for me? Okay. Or do you just do okay? No. I spell the word out. This is okay. a total misconception. Older people, mom and dad always K-bomb me. And K-bombing is a super bad thing because I think yeah. that you are ticked at me. Yeah. If I want to evil. send a K to someone, it's like, I actually hate you in this moment. I, I agree. agree. You have to do okay if you're okay. No. And then yeah. okay if you're a little bit upset about it, but. Oh, please. If I'm, oh, here, tough, if, tough I'm, up. if I'm mad at you. I will call you, and we will have a conversation so you can get a read on what my uh, uh, anger level is or level of happiness or, or pleasure is, that kind of stuff, as opposed to staring at the letter going, they must be mad at me. I can't talk to them. You might as well send the middle finger emoji if you're going to K-bomb me. Wow. That's literally wow. what right it means. Now, where do I All find right. it? Oh, All on. right. Thumbs up. Uh, gender, gender neutral identifiers will become the norm. For example, uh, Latino, Latina is now Latinx. Latinx, is that how you say it? <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think you say it. That's the thing. No. I don't think it's said. And I was had this conversation actually the other day, and that's not changing. Like the O and the A in... Mexican. I've recently started to Spanish. The O and the A in Mexican. Masculine and feminine. <coughs> fem, right. Femininity. So, hola, amiga. Feminine. Hello, yeah, young no, lady. No, it's not changing. No, I, amigo. No, 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 you guys are, that's wrong. What? We're talking about this in terms of, like, if you were describing someone as, like, a Latina or Latino. It's not talking about, like, the actual language being spoken. Oh, mm. okay. But they're also saying you should stop saying terms like, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, screw that. Yes. That's stupid. There's my... Why? It addresses both. Well, and uh, France got because rid of, of than... Mademoiselle. Are you There's kidding me? There's no more Mademoiselle. So this world is just going downhill. No, Mademoiselle used to be like Miss. It's, it's proper unmarried, to Miss. You're young, not married. Unmarried. And you're a madame if you are a grandma or a mother or you're married. But they're saying I that... Go ahead. There was some sort of negative connotation with Mademoiselle. No. Um, they're saying that there's no distinction. A man is Mr. No matter what. And it's not a distinction as to whether he's married or not. But the, mm. if you say Mademoiselle, you've made a distinction for that woman as her yeah. not being married. So they're getting rid of that. Everyone is so offended in this world today that it's hard to even talk at all because ev everything offends everyone. Says the one that cried because she has too messy of a room and doesn't like the food that her family eats. Yeah, because for some reason, I just had a messy room the past two days, and it's literally throwing me off. All right. And I've been eating what you guys eat, and I don't like myself when I do that. Here's the next one. Oh, wait. Oh, let me just so, chime yeah. in here, hon. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, gosh, Mademoiselle God. is a French courtesy title abbreviated M-L-L-E, traditionally given to an unmarried woman. The equivalent in English is Miss. The courtesy title Madame is accorded women where their marital status is unknown. From 1970, their procedures for the use of the title Mademoiselle were changed, were challenged in France, particularly by feminist groups who wanted it banned. 
uh, circular from Francois Filton, then Prime Minister, dated to February 21st, 2012, called for the deletion of the word Mademoiselle in all official documents. On December 26, 2012, the Council of State approved the deletion. Wow. So, yeah, you're right. It's, Proper pronouns. It. People have personal preference. Her, him, them, hen, zed. Don't them. get me even What started. pronouns do you identify with? Uh, you know what they say about this? Young adults and Democrats are more likely to be accepting of this. Yeah, I don't. Whereas older adults and Republicans express discomfort with using those. I, it's just that was weird. At my college, to uh, get to know you thing, <laughs> the teacher wanted to know the pronouns. I had no freaking idea what to write because I was like, Oh, my pronouns are. Went just like this. See this? I, Here's I'm my two girl. pronouns right here. I there told that story to my friends the other day. They were laughing so I literally hard. panicked. I was like, why is someone asking me this? We were like, Sophia would have probably just, if she, we thought you were doing it out loud. And Sophia oh, would have no. been like, Sophia. And she's like, no <laughs> pronoun. Like, yeah, my name's a noun. Right. It's so Sophia. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> deliberate lowercase usage. So, just using lowercase. I do that on my phone. Oh, I'm I love not, lowercase. Not adding you any uppercase. This is sad. This is the a. end of the world. Nope. Aesthetically yeah. pleasing. You're either all lowercase or all uppercase. If any, I, my so, notes in my computer, everything are all uppercase. Sophia, I feel like you fit a lot of these. I do. Repeating letters for emphasis. For example, if you say no way, the way might have uh, four Ys. I sometimes do that. Yeah, I, that's, if I'm saying like "hey" to someone, I'm excited. I'm like "hey." A whole bunch of uh, exclamation marks. If I do I, that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but think and about this. Like three. If you see something that is written, whether it be a text or an email, and there is no punctuation, it's all in lowercase and just kind of jumbled together. What is your impersonation? Your impression of that person? I'll only use this stuff if I'm texting. I would never email somebody with the way I text. Me too. Yeah. I would but, but if you get that from someone, what what do you think about that person? I think I, I un- think I'm not worth your time. Uneducated, not smart, yeah. doesn't uh, doesn't know, isn't worldly to enough to know that you need punctuation, you need capital letters. You no, need- I know. I don't mind it so much with texting. Because I know that you're sure. really texting is informal. That, but everyone right. has a personality the way they text. But it, if I have to text someone formal, let's say I'm babysitting for someone, yes. I would never not have capital letters and punctuation. That's the only time I'm going to use a comma or a period when I'm texting. Yeah. I guess I'm equating it to, say, maybe an application or an official document. That's, yeah. Are you going to follow all the grammar that's rules? That's formal. Yes, There's a difference to. between formal and informal. But what mom is bringing to us is saying yeah. it's it's fading away. No, I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I don't if you're that. in the formal. I think this is like referring to texting, not as a formal. Or how you would post something on an Instagram story. You yeah. You see people with capital letters and periods when they're like, oh, Sunday brunch. I think this is social media texting informal. If you're applying somewhere, you're writing an application or a personal statement or whatever, you're going to use the correct grammar. But it's probably old grandmas and grandpas that are seeing this stuff and they're being like, these kids aren't using yeah, proper grammar that. anymore. So you're saying if, if you knew someone that was going to grad school and they're writing a paper, 
Okay, Dad. And maybe education. Now you're just asking stupid questions. Have faith in... You need to have more faith. Dad just hates all millennials, so... I don't. I love them. Have faith. Oh, that's cool. And emojis are here to stay, people. I hate emojis. I like emojis. I like like certain emojis. Mom has the best (laughs) self-emoji, like the picture. It's spot on. It's really cute. That's Uh, a bitmoji. That's a memoji. Before I do my article, I have a couple... um, reviews and people that have emailed us actually just two um one is from hicksville and this is a a, a itunes rating he says hope for america to hear your family interact gives me hope for america rook and the bride have obviously done something right and good while raising this clan if every family was this tight we'd be okay as a nation looking forward to many more podcasts yes i love you that's a nice compliment thank you very nice then we have an email from robert beeler and he says hey you guys i love 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 this podcast rook i've been a faithful gler since 1998 you all eclipse gl by a long shot I finally convinced my wife to listen to Table Talk with Rookie's family. Her first reaction was, I can't listen to any more right-wing BS. She quickly discovered, like me, that if your family was the typical... That your family... That if your family was the typical American family, this country would have no problems. You are all quintessential nuclear family. I... It gives me hope for the future. Keep up the great work. Good luck. Robert Belier from the Failed Academy in Utah. Thank you, Robert and wife. That's super nice. Robert, I agree with you. Politics should not be in this podcast. (laughs) And they would like to put politics in this podcast, but I am fighting to not. I think his wife is referencing to GL. Well, it doesn't matter. No, she was probably thinking that, oh, what is Either this another way, right-wing yes, podcast? She yeah. is going to get turned away because of, of political views, which is why we shouldn't have them in this podcast. That's well, all we're going to say. Don't fight me right. back. I'm not McLaren, t- keep going. We're not going to tell anybody no who to vote to for. Fi- but if something yeah, is... If, I'm just saying, wait, don't... But, time out. doing it. If, no, if Donald Trump wants to take um, the beast uh, around the uh, okay. Daytona 500... That's news, and that is newsworthy. Yeah, that's fun. I think that's neat, but I'm not going to talk about his tweeting and his impeachment. My article has to deal (laughs) with a woman who was on an American Airlines flight, and she wanted to recline her seatbelt. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh Uh-huh. And so (laughs) the passenger behind her was eating, and she tried to recline her seat back, and he said, I'm eating, can you not? And she said, okay. And apparently there is a rule where you can't recline your seat while there, people are eating. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. According to this article. Um, so she didn't. But when he had finished eating, she reclined her seat. Uh-huh. Which if, if you're sitting behind someone that reclines their seat, eh, you're like, oh, dang it. But you get over it. Well, the man sitting behind her started to punch her, sh- punch her seat, started shaking it. She kept asking him to stop. She told American Airlines flight attendant, and the flight attendant got mad at the lady and then offered the man that was shaking and punching her chair a free drink. Oh, wow. And I she, took it all, she took it all on video, um, and you can see he's aggressively yeah. shaking it, and the flight attendant's like, you need to delete that video. You need to delete the video, and the lady said no. So she tweets out, 
Um, he was angry and I reclined my seat and punched it about nine times hard, at which point I began videoing him and he resigned to this behavior. Uh, the American Fl- American Airlines flight attendant who reprimanded me had offered him rum. She gave him a complimentary cocktail. Wow. And if you look at the video, he literally is like repeatedly punching her chair and like, yeah, I would have been furious. Um, American Airlines has addressed the incident and said they're aware of the customer debute um, and the safety and comfort of all our customers and team members is our top priority and the team is looking into the issue. But the woman said that there's been nothing resolved. I think the guy is a complete dip. Yeah. Yes. But I also don't like how the airline... Well, no, they handle it terribly. Yes. I, and when I saw that story, I immediately said I wouldn't have even spoke to the man if I was the person flying. I would have just got a flight attendant right away. But yeah. I didn't realize that she had and that the flight attendant yeah. rolled with the guy. She mishandled the situation. Wow. And that's when the lady started videotaping it because the flight attendant wouldn't do anything. And then the flight attendant told her she had to delete the video. And the lady's like, no. Ed Bastian, the uh, CEO of Delta. Oh, was... that was my follow-up. I'm that. sorry. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you're, I don't. No, I don't have the article up. I was just going to say it. So, if you have an article, you can go ahead. Uh, this is from CNN Travel. Uh, he was uh, doing an interview, and he was not being interviewed. He was being interviewed about the carbon neutrality for uh, Delta. And uh, then in the last minute, they asked him about this. When pressed about what the etiquette is, Bastion replied, I think customers have the right to recline. We've been Mm -hmm. testing reduced recline, but I think that the proper thing to do is if you're going to recline into somebody, that you ask if it's okay first, then added, I've never, I I never say anything myself, though. Right. I, yeah, I will say if this was such an issue, did she really need to recline it? Because obviously, I'm not defending this guy because I don't sure agree with what he like did. It. But maybe he had some mental issues and this was going to set him off. No. He obviously no. had some anger management, you guys. Yeah, but that Stop doesn't... mean everyone has mental issues. Oh, well, sorry. Yeah. Um, A also, lot of the world does. You don't get to act like that if I'm you're aware. angry about that situation. But if someone was behind me do- doing that, I would just be the bigger person and in my Hell head no. be like... Screw you, but what would Jesus How do? How can I push this back farther so that they get even well, more angry? Jesus, Jesus would be flying first class, ever. by the way. Jesus would be but flying first class. Personally, I think it huh? is kind of rude. Um, do, do you think, though, does it really affect you? No. No. <clears throat> I don't. If the person in front of me reclines, it, it, oh, it moves really the train, doesn't walks, do anything. Yeah. Well, it, the, the somewhat of a wild card piece here is he was in the last row. Yes. Which he has you're, you can't recline first right. of all. Right. He was jealous, and you're already kind of sitting up more right. than any other anyone else. So you already had like the worst spot, and you're being reclined against. Well, and and while, you, while you're trying to eat, I get that too because when it, they do go back, that does sort of inhibit use of the tray. She didn't go back until he finished. She was going to go back, and he asked her not to, and she didn't. And then when he finished the meal, she went back. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. With, I think Ed says it exactly right as far as you do have the right to recline. And that, yeah, if someone reclines in front of you, that sucks. But here's, here's what I think, and you missed my line. Jesus would be flying first class, so it wouldn't be a problem, okay? Well, that, um, but what I'm saying is 
uh, first and foremost, that guy tapping and doing that sh- is not allowed. That That is breaking the social contract yes. of no. y- you need to behave in a certain way when you are out in public. Yeah. Number two, when you uh, rent that space from the airline, you are allowed the space in front of you, the space to the side of you. And if it reclines, you're allowed. They're saying you're allowed that extra space. Even if you're in row 35 and it doesn't recline in the back, that was the luck of the draw. You got a you got a bad seat. You got to gut it out. But you have reserved X amount, and there's not a lot of space, but every inch of space that is yours that you rent for the three-hour flight. So you're mm-hmm. entitled, unless you're taking off or landing, uh, you have to put your seat upright. But you you get that space. And again, um, he just he handled it wrong. The flight attendant handled it wrong, and I guess that's it. That's all I have to say. Well, yeah. also, it, he chose the back. It, either you pay to pick your own seat, right. or if you choose not to pay, you run the risk of getting the awful back row of the and, airplane. And so is, sorry. It is the worst place to yes. sit you on You know an what? Lesson learned here. Don't be poor. <laughs> Thank you there for you coming to my TED Talk. Don't be poor. Also, pay for the money. Question. Yeah. Why can't you have your seat reclined during takeoff and landing? That's a I don't great know. Why question. Can't you have a tray down. It really does not question. matter. Uh, it's just dumb. The, I honestly, I think the level of safety precautions that they go through on an airplane is just absolutely ridiculous. The yeah, because it doesn't mean anything. The start. Do you know what happens when a plane's crashing? Absolute <laughs> chaos. Well, they're a lot cleaner if the tray is up, though. You don't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know guys. what else? I always think that if if it gets to the point where you have to put on the life preserver, why don't you inflate that sucker right away? Why do they nope. tell you to wait to inflate <laughs> it? In my mind, that thing is getting inflated. The second I put it on, it's going to provide some extra. But I guess it could, it could pop. pop. Yeah, and then what are you going to do now? Right. Yeah, and See then ya. you're screwed. You only have to be the second. I think I'm dead anyway. So. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I think the level of precaution on planes is overkill just because when something does actually happen, it's, I mean, every man for himself, basically. But how about the airline industry is the only industry in the world that if something happens, this is at the airport, I'll include at the airport, on board, whatever the case may be, getting bags, it is all, it always goes viral. Everything. If there's yes. a if there's somebody yeah. standing and, and not getting off the plane when they're supposed to, people start to record. Immediately, it goes viral. Yeah, well, you know, it is it is incredible. I would like to argue that the airport's a place of rules. So when someone doesn't follow a rule, it's like a big deal, kind of. How about the guy the other day that was on a flight to Puerto Vallarta? He sat on the plane and he started. They pushed up. They pushed back. He started vaping. Oh yeah. Right. He he took out the vapor and he just started vaping. Vapor. He took out the vapor and so the they, vapor. they pushed back. Uh, he he didn't stop. They called the uh, police officers, and due to the fact that he had some outstanding warrants, he was promptly arrested and removed from the plane. That's crazy. That is crazy. The, the guy the other day on the plane that started yelling that he had coronavirus. Oh no! I didn't hear. And they had, see that they had to land the plane, and they got like the big <laughs> hazmat suits. I would have just given him a parachute, opened the back door, and said, good luck, bud. Is that true? That's what I heard, but I don't know. His punishment should be they actually will give him coronavirus. Right, we're going to shoot you (laughs) up You get to go to Wuhan. (laughs) (laughs) You get a first-class ticket to Wuhan. I heard something interesting on the radio the other day, and I don't know if this is true or not. I mean, I had a reason to doubt that it's not. But 
Um, an airline pilot cannot get life insurance. That insurance companies will not give them life insurance. I'll have to ask some of my pilot buddies, Jeff and Chris. and Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's probably something through their airlines, through their employers that they can. But uh, It would be expensive, you'd think. Yeah, because it's such a dangerous. But how could they really, not why be is insurable? it such a dangerous no, job? It's not, it's not a dangerous job. No, if you drive a car, it's way more. Dangerous yes, exactly. Hey, the plane does it all for them. All they do is put it in the air and put it on the ground. The guy that can't afford or can't get life insurance should be the guy that I watched today on top of a stadium that had to remove the safety line. So he's crawling and he's hooking up. And he's way above in the uh, overhang, and he has to walk the plank. It's it's yeah. uh, Google it. It's on YouTube, I'm sure. But it is scarier than hell. All right. But don't yeah. look at me. Life insurance. Sophie, you have some questions for us? Yeah, I do. All right. First question. What is your dream job? Either table topics. Yep. Table topics. Hmm. My dream job. Yep. <laughs> I know mine. Um, Adam Carolla. What? what? Being having podcast. Adam Carolla's job, he's got the number one podcast. I don't even know who that he's is. He's a funny comedian. He's got the, the number one podcast. Well, in the I country. don't know how he's got number one podcast, and I don't even know you, who the hell he is. You would you would recognize him? Yeah. Probably not. I'm gonna yeah, he used to be on with Doctor uh, Drew, yeah. and they had a radio yeah. show where they were called the what was it the Love Show or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's so sexist. And he was also the co-host of. Uh, the man show where they have the gals yeah, jumping on the trampoline. Very sexist. <laughs> I've never seen yeah. this man in my life. Well, you got to check out the man show. It's pretty good. <laughs> no, no, Gabriel, do well, not. It's not just ladies jumping on a trampoline. That's a okay. That's en- a enough. Derogatory. So we all know what kind of pig dad is. Suppressive. Okay. Uh, Moving on. I wonder why you want to be Adam Carolla. Dra- uh, job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, magazine. Uh, work on a magazine. Well, that's Ooh, a good one. interesting. Mine's have my own clothing line. Mine would be to be a doctor. Oh, uh, McLaren! What you just? Mine do. is a um, asteroid miner. What? Asteroid miner? <laughs> mine what asteroids. Mine asteroids? What do you mean? You, you mine asteroids? You're down is in exactly the pit. What it sounds like. like. No, no, I wouldn't want that. I, I'd be the one owning the company. So I guess entrepreneur. Oh. But if I had a dream job and I could be successful at it. Uh, I would like to be a stockbroker. I think that would be fun to be on the floor. I mean, the real deal out in New York, not, you know, trading here and that kind of stuff. That would be wow, okay. really nice. on the way out. Take Gabe. In. Yeah, taken. Huh? Taken. Stockbrokers don't do anything. Stockbrokers are, are uh, fake. I want to be on the floor. Matt, how about you? Uh, real estate development. Love it. Like be a developer. So you're on your way to essentially being your dream job. Yep, I'm going to have my dream job. And we got a little shake-up here commercially, huh? Locally here? Yes. Why? Why? Some major players. A bunch of brokers have shipped places in Minneapolis. There's also CSM corporations about to sell the Blackstone. Wow, okay. It's boring talk, but... Have you heard of the... About the new building being built or new like apartment thing and called the Eleven in Minneapolis being built. Yes. Welcome hearing about it for oh. the last three years. Oh, she, I, she, you know, it's her I, first I had day no of the idea. Job. I just saw it, and they're like, units start at nine hundred thousand dollars, and they're almost already all yeah. sold. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Similar. Think of it as almost like a new Carlisle. Oh, the old Carlisle is so pretty. That's where. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Their pool yes. is amazing. Continue. All right. I think. Uh, okay. Go ahead. What makes a house a home? No. The people inside the of people, it. The love inside the house. Serious answer, yeah. please. Yes, the people <laughs> in the house. The people inside okay. of it. Your home can That's be anywhere. If you're with the people you love, it doesn't matter. Oh. That's not a bad question. But, yeah, I, I think it is. It's uh, uh, the warmth. Boring. The... Sophia was waiting for gray, modern. No. <laughs> Marble. Marble. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to live a quiet, a life of quiet safety or a life of great adventure and uncertainty? Quiet safety. Uh, I've done the first. <laughs> I like quiet safety. All right, now we're living the life of crazy Still, uh, and uncertainty. Yes. <laughs> I like quiet and safe. I think I do, too. Yeah, I don't like uncertainty. I don't know, that's though. so boring. No, I, I know, like, I, I like, let's go, let's do it, let's try new things. Adventure. And, I like to know what I'm getting into rather than just going somewhere and not knowing. I don't like surprises. I think my anxiety would be much better if I didn't have to well, you yeah. people have uncertainty. <laughs> I'd like to That's live. So here's cool. what. I'd like to live a life of adventure without uncertainty. Mom wants just quiet <laughs> all around the clock. She does. If it's like quiet, then it's fine. She needs it like quiet and like cold. No, what? she wants. You're always overheating. <laughs> she wants six months and a day down on Marco Island, walking the beaches, and then coming home for. Next question. Quiet. Okay. <laughs> what do you wish you were better at saying no to? My children. <laughs> you guys will never be good at that. I'm not good at saying no to my children. That's a hard one. Even though I'm trying very hard to say no <laughs> to you, my children, did you it's hear hard. Matthew's question? Can you hear? Yes, yes, Matthew, you can. <laughs> yes. How about me? No, McLean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Matthew can. Yeah. I'd say like food. Oh, great! <laughs> oh, good one. Gabe. Like saying no. Like I don't need this bowl of ice cream. That's I'm terrible at that because I will go and I'll eat the ice cream. Me too. Yeah, physical for me. Physical diet, eating, eating, dieting. Or Thank favors. You. I mine, need to just get better at saying no. Mine would be, you think you do a lot of favors for people? Ooh. I do. Nope. Nah. What? I need to be better at. <laughs> what? Yeah, I want to know what all these favors what? Sophia can't say it's no to. It's not for are. us, so let's figure out who it's yeah. to. Yeah, I don't remember right now. <laughs> I actually do do, I'm a very obedient person, and I wish I wasn't so obedient. I'm very obedient. But you're not doing a lot of favors for anyone at home. Yeah. Yeah, she's well, yeah, because uh, usually you say no. Me yeah. at home, I'm thinking of myself because yeah, I, I can think of a favor that you well-being. still haven't done. You usually will clean up after yourself in the kitchen. I do. Almost 99% of the time because you do smoothies and healthy things. I don't healthy like things. doing other people's things, but I like to do my own things. I'll give you that, yeah. Huh. I need to be better at saying no to hitting the snooze button. Yes, I think do. so. I think so. You need a big yes button is what you need. Yes. Uh, for me, I need to tell myself no when it comes to shopping. Oh I God. knew you were going to say that. Yeah. yeah. So, I do tell you no about that. Yeah, I know. It's a problem. But it makes me feel better. That's why I really like to do it. You don't have a problem saying no to your class. 
That's poor, great. Poor kids. Yeah, honestly, poor kids. He is a mean They get teacher. yelled at yeah. every day. They like, don't get yelled yes. at. They get told sternly uh-uh. to knock no. it off and do what you're supposed to if be doing. If you take that Valentine out, the gates of hell will open and you'll burn. Okay, That's literally what it's like. How well did they listen to that? You scared the dickens out of him. I I wouldn't have taken my family. Not a single time. She's just talking. Matthew doesn't know. No, Matthew. Um. So we celebrated Friendship Day on Friday in my classroom, and almost everyone in my class brought. We can't celebrate Valentine's Day. Be quiet. But almost everyone in my class brought in Valentine's. Right. Nice. And so I had them. Well, they were watching a movie because they earned to watch part of a movie. So they finished a little ending of Hotel Transylvania, but. While they were doing that, I had called them back two at a time, and they put all the, their valentines in each other's bag and then went back to watch the movie. After everyone passed out their bag, I stapled them all shut so no one could eat any of their candy because we had cupcakes, and uh, I gave them a sucker. and Other things for friendship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and a juice box, so they were going to eat that during our party. And I told them that if I... During the party, I called them to go put them in their backpack, and I told them if I see their candy bag outside of their backpack um, or if I see them messing with it, I will take it, and I will give it back to them on Tuesday because we don't have school Wednesday. Then I was like, am I clear? And I was like, what did I say? And I did not see a single bag for the rest of the day. Then one of my kids came up to me right away. I forgot my backpack. Hey. I didn't tell you this. And it was it was my Baby. top no, it was my top student. And I was like one of them and I was like it's okay, put it in your locker, but if I see you open it, I'm holding it till Tuesday. You're it was not a problem, but they were probably so scared to go up there, probably rehearsing in their head what they were going right, to say. Right. Your candy will no, turn to blood. He, he told me he went to his locker and he's like I forgot my backpack. He was fine with it and I wasn't worried about him trying to pull any shenanigans. Yep, mean teacher McLaren. <laughs> what did the uh, what mean did Mac. the what did the rest of us do for Friendship Day on Friday the fourteenth? Yeah, um, I third wheeled mom and dad, so love my life uh, for we that. We had a good dinner. We did have a good dinner. Yeah, good. and we had good topics to talk about. Matt made a good dinner I for us. Yeah, I was still a little under the weather. Yeah, you were. I went uh, out with some Valentines of mine. I got a, quite a few. It's with my friends. It's my friend's birthday. Did you get hit on? <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. McLaren got hit on by a nice big lady. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Hey, I told you there's going to be some lesbian action, did I not? So that's why I'm never, oh that's why I left the bar and I'm never going out for Valentine's Day again in my life. Nope, we just got to stay home. New Year's Eve, hey, Valentine's. Maybe St. that's Bats. what you need. What did Matthew do for Valentine's? Maybe you got to switch sides. He actually has a Valentine. Yeah, we went out to dinner to a restaurant called Lolita, and it was a ton of fun. We were at the restaurant for three and a half hours. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. You what? So I, I learned an interesting fact. Valentine's Day is the, in terms of revenue for restaurants, is the 94th best day out of the year for revenue. Huh. So there's 93 days that Better? restaurants earn more revenue on average. Than That's weird. I thought Valentine's Day would be pretty high. Uh, no, so a few reasons. One of them being people stay too long on Valentine's Day so they can uh, have way less turnover interesting. than a normal night. Well, clearly oh, wow. if you, really you stayed three hours. What? Yeah. I said clearly if you stayed three hours. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you get pictures of margaritas and whatnot. For two people? Uh, yeah, they were going all out. <laughs> 
Yeah, a couple pictures. Did you have to get carried out? No. Well, that's public totally transportation fine. there, so. Went and had some wine after. Oh. Wow. Uh, Were you hungover? No. Wow. Wow. It was over a long period of time. Um, <laughs> uh, th- that and they said a tip a normal Saturday, just like your average Saturday night, will bring in more revenue than Valentine's Day for wow. restaurants. Interesting. Uh, and and also the top number one and number two days of the year are the two days of Mother's Day weekend. They are the top grossing days of the year. Oh, for sure. On average. Wow. Everyone's going out for brunch. Hmm. Yes. We've never done that. There's some facts. Would you like to tell? We love mom. No, we I always, always work in the yard. Yeah. Every Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, I work Mother's Day. Yeah, that's what I want yeah. for Mother's Day. We always ask her to go out to brunch, and she has trouble saying, or she doesn't have trouble saying no. Yeah. <laughs> My Fairly Mother's Day better be show. filled with like a massages, brunches, gifts for me, Louis Vuitton, yes. Chanel's no. at that point, hopefully. Yeah. Oh my gosh, girls. All right. Well, uh, happy belated friendship day. That's what they call it in the St. Paul School District. Um, uh, I hope you have a wonderful week. And uh, yeah, this is not a best of. This is fresh out of the can audio man oh, from heaven. Aren't you lucky? How do they get a hold of us? Email us at thepodcastfamily at gmail.com or check us out on social media at the podcast family. Props out to Utah, Mibo. We should play. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, Mateo. Love you.